It's time for recipe of the day. Happy Friday. We made it and we are celebrating with chicken wings. I love chicken wings and everybody in my house loves chicken wings. So we make them quite often when I want something that's like fun and special, but not hard, you know? So like true Friday food. Today, we're doing a little deep dive into chicken wings because I recently got a BOGO buy one, get one free big flat packs of chicken wings and they weren't cut into wing pieces and I had to cut them myself. And that reminded me that I actually have a little tutorial on the cookful about how to do that. And I've never told it to you before. So we're going to do that. And then I'm going to tell you how to deep fry chicken wings because actually my how to deep fry chicken wings recipe or post on the cookful is very popular. It gets a ton of traffic. And so I figured there must be people out there who just really want to fry chicken wings. And that's why they are searching for it online. And that's how they're ending up at my site. Even though I do not typically fry chicken wings. If you want to know how, I'm going to tell you I have done it. I have figured it out. I know how. I just prefer to bake them. And I will tell you, you know, I've told you so many times, my baked chicken wings are insanely good. That's the recipe that uses the baking powder in sort of like a very small amount just to lightly coat the wings. It changes the pH of the skin and makes them crisp up better in the oven than they normally would. So I find that easy because you could just do like a whole big pan of them, two pans of them, three pans of them. As many racks as you have in your oven, you can do pans of wings at the same time, which is way easier than frying where you can only do a few at a time. But anyways, I'm going to tell you today how to fry them, not how to bake them. First, how to cook cut them. I know you might be thinking that cutting chicken wings isn't rocket science, but it, you know, it does help to know the proper technique. You want a really nice, hefty, sharp chef's knife because we are cutting through the joints. We're not really cutting through bone. We're cutting through joints. But having said that, sometimes you end up misfiring or like getting in the wrong spot and you are cutting through bone. It's going to help if your knife is really, really sharp and you need a cutting board and you need those whole chicken wings. And then you need to know what the different parts of the chicken wing are called because this is an audio podcast. I can't just show you. So picture a whole wing that has not been cut. You will see that there are two joints. There are three sections and two joints. Now, the two sections that we usually get as wings when we go to like a sports bar or something and they give us wings, there are two pieces that are very typical. One is the drumette and the drumette essentially looks like a little mini drumstick, like chicken drumstick, right? And then the other piece which is in the middle of your full chicken wing there, is the flapper. That's the one that has like two bones running through it. And it is the other piece that we typically get when we order wings somewhere. And then the third piece is that tiny little tip called the wingette. Now, those are typically not served as chicken wings. You have two options. You can cut them off, as I'm going to explain that you do, and then you either throw them out or save them to make stock or leave them attached to the flapper. Nobody's going to get much meat off of them, but you do get a nice little bit of crispy skin. So, you know, why not? Why waste them? So that is what I usually do. So I usually cut apart the drumette from the flapper and then I leave the wingette on the flapper. Okay. Okay. Now the easiest way to cut them is to actually flip them over. You can see the joints and the bones a little bit better because there's less flesh there and the bone is closer to the surface. So I do flip them over. So they're like the less nice side up or less rounded side up. 
if you are cutting off the wingtip, you start there and you really want to position your knife right in between. There's almost something a little bit bulbous in there. That is the joint. And if you cut through there, it's going to go really cleanly and easily. And then you can discard that wingette or save it for stock, like I said. And then same thing, you're going to cut between the flapper and the drumette. And it also has like a little spot just in between there where it's not bone. It's just that like cartilage or joint. And you're going to try and get your knife to go straight through there. I often do screw that up and I'm a little bit off to the side and you do go through bone a little bit. That's fine. Just make sure you're not leaving any little bone shards there. Okay. And that's just it. You just go through that whole BOGO pack of wings or two packs of wings, I guess, and you'll get them done quickly. Now as to frying wings, which I will remind you, I'm not recommending that you do. I recommend that you bake them instead. But here we are. We're talking about frying wings. I have a few tips and then I'm going to tell you what to do. You want to make sure that you're using an oil with a higher smoke point. Vegetable or canola is going to be great. People use peanut oil for this. You wouldn't want to use olive oil here. It has a flavor. Its smoke point is a little bit lower and it's kind of expensive, right? It's pricier than some of these other oils and you do need quite a bit of them. The other thing you need to know is you're going to be working in batches because otherwise too many wings going into the oil is going to drop their temperature too low and then they don't cook and they don't fry. So you're doing them in batches. I say the best thing to do if you're trying to have them ready at the same time is to bake them. No, no, just kidding. We're going to fry them. But you get your oven set to 200 degrees Fahrenheit and then put a wire rack on a baking sheet. And once you've fried the wings, transfer them to a plate that has a paper towel on it, kind of move them around on that plate or like a big bowl so that you get some of the oil off of them and then put them on the rack into the oven. And the air is going to circulate around them so that they don't get soggy and they're going to stay warm in there until you have all of your batches done. The other thing you can do is just tell people that they're going to be eating at different times. So you do one batch of wings and people have some, then you do another batch of wings and people have some. That's actually fun if you're doing some different sauces because then each batch could have a different sauce flavor. So that is an idea for you there. Okay, let's dive into how to do this. So I'm assuming you don't have a deep fryer. If you have a deep fryer, you want to follow the instructions on your deep fryer. Instead, get a large pot and you want to pour about one and a half inches of that vegetable or canola oil in there. And then you really need a candy thermometer. You need to know the temperature of that oil. And it becomes more important after you've added the wings and it drops the temperature a little bit. You want to make sure that you get it back up, but not too high, right? Okay, so you're going to use your candy thermometer. It has a little probe that goes right into the oil and then it kind of clips to the pot and you can monitor the temperature. And you're going to heat that over medium to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Then you get those cut wings that you already cut and you use some tongs to transfer eight wing pieces into the oil and you're using the tongs so that your hand's far away but you really want to drop the chicken wing from really close above the oil like you're almost putting it into the oil so that you're not spattering that oil that hot oil and having it hit you you do not want that so carefully lower those eight wing pieces into the oil the temperature is going to drop a little bit so you might need to turn it up a little but keep your eye on it it should be between 350 and 375 degrees Fahrenheit all the time. That's what you want. If it goes above that, reduce the heat. If it goes below that, turn the heat up. And one thing to remember, I think I forget this when I'm panicking in the kitchen. If it's going up high and you can't get it to go down, just turn the heat off. Even take the pot off of the heat carefully so that there's not even the residual heat in the element and that'll drop it down faster, okay? And then you are cooking those wings about 8 to 10 minutes. You want them to be a 
165 degrees Fahrenheit on an instant read thermometer, it can be a little bit hard to test that temperature. The easiest way is to take out one of the bigger wings, use those tongs again, and holding them with the tongs, stick an instant read thermometer into the middle and wiggle it around and just make sure that it's 165 kind of everywhere. And then you know you're good. That's when you want to use some tongs and transfer them to a paper towel on a plate that'll remove the excess oil. And then you go into the oven with those on a rack if you're keeping them warm or toss them with some sauce immediately and eat them. And then you can do another batch of eight while you're munching on that first batch, right? And that is it. That is how to deep fry chicken wings. I'm going to just tell you again, though, it is much easier to do the baked ones. They do take longer. They're in the oven at first for like 30 minutes at a low temperature that dries them out and lets that baking powder start to penetrate. And then the oven is turned up high and they're in there for like another 45 minutes. So it takes longer, but it is completely hands-off. Whereas the deep fried version is a lot quicker, but you're hands-on the whole time. You're watching them, you're monitoring. So it really does depend on what you're looking for, how much time you have, all of that. I will put the links to all of these wing-related things that I've mentioned in the show notes for this podcast episode, or head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD, and you will find the episode about cutting and deep frying chicken wings. You can click on that from there, and all the links are in that post for you also. And I will just remind you that I am back twice tomorrow. I have a delicious recipe to tell you about in the morning, and then in the afternoon, I have a surprise recipe of the day, the amazingly talented talented cookbook author and blogger from OMG Yummy. Beth Lee is joining me and she is telling me about her mystery recipe. I cannot wait to find out what it is and I know you're going to love it because everything Beth does is amazing. If you are not already subscribed to the show, you should do that and then you will make sure to get tomorrow morning's recipe and that conversation with Beth Lee. The easiest way to subscribe is wherever you listen to podcasts, search for recipe of the day. You will find me there or go to cookthestory.com slash ro TD and you can subscribe using the buttons there. I'm Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, the all new chicken cookbook, and from this podcast recipe of the day. I hope you have a great day. Let's get cooking.